Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. We are pre-recording today's episode on Wednesday, December 20th, but it is airing to you today, Thursday, December 28th, and I am currently not home. Obviously, I'm visiting family for the holidays. I'm at my mom's house in Georgia, and I am so blessed to be with family and friends, and it's just always good to be home. I'm super excited that the year is almost to a close because many people are saying, you know, 2024, I don't know what's coming, and I'm worried and I'm nervous. I'm actually very excited for 2024. I can't wait to see what the Lord is going to do. He's been so gracious and merciful and loving and kind. And I have seen his hand in my own life all throughout 2023. Uh, Close friends of mine, I mean, people moving and families growing and people coming to the Lord, people getting saved. It's really been a beautiful year. And I think anytime we walk with the Lord, we always have something to look forward to. So 2024 is going to be a great year if you're a child of God. And Just like you guys, I'm believing to see miracles in my own life and in many others' lives, and I know God has has great things in store for us. I'm super excited for my guest today. I just recently got to meet her. She's so beautiful in person, just like she is on here. She's wonderful. Her name's Kim Robinson. She's going to be sharing a little bit about a recent adventure she got to go on with God. She's also going to be sharing... Uh, what she's heard about what recently just happened in Colorado with the Supreme Court regarding Trump. So that is going to be very interesting to hear what the Holy Spirit whispered to her about that. But before I bring her on, clean drinking water is a luxury many in Uganda do not have. For Joseph, the routine trek to collect drinking water from a muddy source was long and tedious. One day it nearly cost him his life. Here's his story. Clean drinking water, something most of us don't think twice about, but many people in Uganda don't have that luxury. You are helping to change that. Your generous giving to Elijah Streams has translated into clean water for thousands, but it's more than just numbers. It's about people. For instance, Joseph. Joseph and children like him walk for miles for water. Some can walk up to two to three hours a day. The problem? The water they work so hard to collect comes from dirty ponds, swamps, and rivers. It's contaminated and dirty. But when there aren't any other options, what choice do you have? See this pond? Joseph, who doesn't know how to swim, fell in. It was early morning and dark. Thankfully, his brother was with him collecting water that day and saved his life. You've given him and his family a new water well that's close by. There are so many more stories like Joseph, like Joy, Jacob, Safina, Teddy, and Matthew. You are helping to solve a huge crisis. Water changes lives. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to more families in Uganda. Would you join us? Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. 
it never gets old seeing those beautiful, smiling faces. I mean, those kids are so precious and we are so thankful for all your generous donations. You guys are making a huge difference. We wouldn't be able to dig these wells without your generosity. So thank you again. I pray the Lord will continue to bless you and your family and that the Holy Spirit would continue to lay it on our hearts to store up treasure in heaven, be generous, help those in need, help orphans, help widows, help those um, who need it the most. And I'm believing God even for 2024. I haven't yet told Steve, I was thinking about it this morning and I thought, you know what? I'm believing God to double the amount of wells um, from 2023, build more schools, help more children, feed more people this year in 2024. So thank you um, for partnering with us to make that a reality for many people. You can go online to ElijahStreams.com slash donate to give, or you can mail in your gift to the address on the screen. God bless you guys. And thank you so, so very much. All right. Without any further ado, I want to bring on Kim Robinson. She has show, so many great things to share with us today. We're actually going to be talking about one of my favorite places in the whole entire world. So please help me welcome my guest today, Kim Robinson. Kim, I'm so excited to have you on today. Hi, how are you doing? I get to see you again. I know. <laughs> like I, just, I got to meet her in person. Yay. It was so exciting. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, oh, they pulled our picture. Emily, I didn't know you pulled that picture. Here we are. What are we doing? <laughs> so I actually had the opportunity to go to ISN and to see you live in person. I got a hug from you and got to see your baby and it had been prophesied for years that I was going to get to go to It's Supernatural and and be on Sid Roth's, you know, show and and all. <laughs> and I was yeah. And so I had the, I had an interview with Donna Grisham on her show that that's going to be aired somewhere between January and April. And I was just hoping maybe I could just brush shoulders with Sid Roth, you know, while I was there. Maybe, you know, maybe I could see him off in the distance, you know, or, you know, because it had been prophesied so many years that I was going to be on his show. And so I was just hoping that I was going to get to see him. I didn't know I was going to get to have lunch with him and Donna Grisham and get to see you in person. So it was took a long time for those prophecies to come come to pass. But at least I got to see him and talk to him and meet you. And so it was amazing in North Carolina. So that was that was pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> Well, you got to have a lot of adventures with God when you, you know, we were talking before we started how God will say, okay, you're going to go film at ISN. And you're like, okay, Lord. So then you really pray into that. You get prepared for what the Lord wants to do. And then little do you know, but God knows that there's <laughs> so many more things that he wants to do just from that little act of obedience of you saying, yes, okay, yes, I'll go to ISN and yes, I'll do this. And it was fulfilled prophecy, but then there was so much more that God had for you and why you were here. You had a dream. You had a very vivid dream, which we'll get into um, in a little bit with the Lord speaking to you about what's going on right now um, in Colorado with the Supreme Court. So why don't we right. get into that first and then okay. share more about where you went and all of that stuff. All the fun stuff. Yeah. So yeah. since 
since I've been to Moravian Falls up in Prayer Mountains, it's like my dreams have just become so vivid, so vivid that it's unnerving. Uh, you know, I wake up and I'm like, oh, man, that was incredible. Something has definitely changed since I've been there. And last night I had this dream. As soon as I woke up this morning, I had to I was talking to the Holy Spirit because that's what you do when you have dreams. Write them down pray about them, talk to the Holy Spirit. What does this mean? What does that mean? You know, then I got out my prayer book because there were some things I'm like, I don't know what this means and I'm not hearing mm -hmm. anything. <laughs> so I take the natural and, you know, the Holy Spirit together. And mm -hmm. this is what he told me. And then he, this is about the Supreme Court, mm. uh, you know, in Colorado Supreme Court when they just, you know, said that Trump couldn't run. So the Holy Spirit was saying through that dream, I'm not going to tell the dream because it, it's, it's long and it wouldn't make sense. You'd have to sit here with me at the desk and, and analyze it with me. But what he said was, don't be moved by the venomous attack, either by actions or words. Stand strong. It's just an attack. Mm. He said, I am your strength and your support, your strong support. And then he gave me Psalms 3, 7 in the TPT. It, it reads, I simply cry out to you, rise up and help me. And I knew that it was me, us, Trump, the world, you know. Yes. Help us. Come and save me. And then he says, and you will slap them in the face, breaking the power of their words to harm mm -hmm. me, us, Trump, God's plan. And this is you broke the teeth or the lies of the wicked. Mm, amen. And so I was just so encouraged whenever, you know, he was revealing that to me that it's just an attack. You know, mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about it. Stay strong and be encouraged that he is, you know, slap, he's going to slap them. <laughs> and it says, broke the teeth of the lies of the wicked. You know, so amen. their teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, it's just lies and, and it's just an attack. So you don't, you know, people don't have to worry about it. God knows what he's doing. Stay strong. He is your strength and he is your support. And when I, I immediately thought when I read all this, I thought, you know what? God has through looking back at, at 2023, we see all these things that have come against Trump and against a lot of righteous people. And then we see right. God's hand you see God's hand moving through all of it. And if that weren't, if that didn't happen, then this couldn't have happened. This couldn't have been uncovered. This would have never been known. Right. Now I see something like this and I read about it. And honestly, I say to myself, well, my God's going to use it and uncover something. And there's a, there is a purpose and a plan in this that we may not immediately know now, but we, we've seen God be faithful all throughout 2023 <laughs> to show the, right, the under, what was under the rug, right? To show all of that. And so I'm encouraged when I see, honestly, I see bad stuff now and I'm like, God, I know you're working. I know you're doing something through this. So I praise you because I know that you have the final say. You're sitting on the throne. You love us. You're good to us. You, you do what's best for us. And you know the end from the beginning, and we don't. And I just, I'm encouraged by the bad news because I, I've been <laughs> repeatedly, he shows himself strong, you know? Let every man be a liar, and God always be the truth. God is always the truth. And 
So I'm encouraged about that, Kim. So what he said to you about, you know, breaking the lies and I'm sure lies will be uncovered in this, Kim, and I'm sure we'll, we'll see God move uh, just like he has in the past. So he'll, he'll keep moving uh, strong on our behalf. And, you know, even about uh, when you went to ISN and you got there and you're, you're like, okay, I hope I get to meet Sid, or maybe I'll see him from far away. And then God has this whole lunch planned where yeah. it's like sit right, right near him. And it's like more, it's more. God is always over and abundantly good to us. It's more than we could ask or think. I mean, he's just, he's so faithful. So tell us a little bit about all of that, all of your <laughs> encounters and, and start wherever you want to, because it's just, it's an adventure with God. Yeah. So he's been trying. So the Holy Spirit's been talking to me for a couple of years, actually, to go to Moravian Falls to the prayer mountain. And I started, you know, I, I wouldn't I looked up what it would cost. And it's like a thousand dollars by the time you get the ticket, you rent the car, you know, and mm -hmm. I couldn't justify that. I couldn't justify getting a motel, getting an airplane ticket, getting a rental car, go up to the mountain somewhere and sit in the woods. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't do that. But I know what you mean. <laughs> right? So I can do that camping. But so he had to set up me having an interview at ISN because I could justify that cost. I'm like, okay, I can get the ticket, I can get the motel, I can rent the car to get the interview to tell mm -hmm. the story about the children, you know, at the ISN. I could justify that. And so after the interview, which was amazing and getting to eat lunch with Sid and Donna and see, you know, I was sitting there and it was actually a day earlier. They, we filmed a day earlier than what she told me. So I had this, I had a free day and I was sitting there and the Holy Spirit says, where's Prayer Mountain? Where's Moravian Falls? And I'm like, I don't know. So I got out my phone, got out my little GPS, my Siri, you know, and looked it up and it was two hours away. I'm like, you're kidding. <laughs> awesome. So the whole interview was really the carrot that the Holy Spirit used to get me there because I wouldn't go sit in the woods, <laughs> you know, but for I would go dollars, <laughs> you know, but I would go to the interview. And so since I was already there, he's like, OK, since you're already here, you have a rental car, you have a whole day. <laughs> so that. let's go let's so and I, awesome. I was so excited because i have wanted to go for so long but i just couldn't justify it, you know but now since i had this free day i'm like let's go so i looked it up and i looked up you know moravian falls prayer mountain and come to find out which i did not know that it had it started uh from a religious church about in the 1700s and mm -hmm. this group of people, they prayed for about a hundred years. And it says that that is what they believe is what opened the portal over this mountain. And they said, yeah, Moravian. They had, a, they had a prayer meeting every single day for a hundred years. And the Moravians were also missionaries that would actually wow. sell themselves into slavery wow. to go with people to preach the gospel. Um, right. so yes, it is a very, a prayer meeting every day for a hundred years. Can you That's believe amazing. that? Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you can feel it. So they, it says that, that the prayer mountain is the second most angelic portal in the world besides the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem. 
Wow. That's what Google says. <laughs> I had to Google it. Well, Google, <laughs> Google, Google, I'm glad Google knows about that. Yes, but <laughs> it is. If you've ever been there, I'm sure people watching right now have, have been there and have experienced. Um, it just is a tangible, it's a tangible presence of God that you don't feel everywhere. Um, it is, if you haven't experienced it, you know, you need, you need to go and, and check out Moravian Falls. And it's amazing. Justify the cost. It is, it is worth it. It is worth, <laughs> it's worth the price to go. You will, you will absolutely be a different person. So I woke up the next morning and I put, I put Moravian Falls Prayer Mountain in my phone and the Holy Spirit keeps referring to it as GPS. So I'm just going to refer to it as GPS. We call it maps. We call it Siri, you know, or whatever. So I mm -hmm. put it in my phone and take off. And it was about two hours away. And so I'm just I'm just following GPS, following the direction, following her voice, following the little blue line. And about an hour and a half into the trip, mm -hmm. going up there, I heard the angels from the mountain. I heard them in front of me clapping and shouting, she's coming, she's coming. And I thought, how funny is that? They know that I'm coming, I'm coming yeah. to this mountain and they are excited. And that really surprised me. That's amazing. That, that is amazing. And I got the scripture, Luke 2.13. Then all at once, the night sky, vast number of glorious angels appeared. The very armies of God, they were all praising, praising God. And the angels the choir of angels disappeared and returned to heaven. This is when they were talking about Jesus coming to the earth. So the angels came, declared that Jesus was coming, and then they went back to heaven. Now, I don't think if anyone else was sitting in the car that they would have heard the angels because it was, to me, it wasn't audible, but it was just so strong in my spirit. It was so strong that it was coming from this mountain. And there was like a, you know, a vast amount of them clapping and shouting that I'm coming. I thought, yes, I know it's taken me years to obey, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I am finally on my way. I'm finally on my way to the mountain. And so as I was driving, um, you know, I, I put it in my phone and then I started up the winding road up this mountain. And as you know, it is a one lane road. It, you know, it's one car, it's one lane going up this mountain. And I started, you know, I started doubting myself. I started doubting GPS. You know, I started doubting because I'm like, did I put in Moravian Falls Prayer Mountain? Did I put in Mike's Prayer Mountain? Did I put in so, you know? <laughs> did I put in, what did I put in? Am I going to someone's house? What is, what is happening? Where am I going? Because it didn't look like what I thought my journey was going to look like, you know. And I, what I was yes. even thinking that I thought, how many times have I thought throughout my life? you know, that this, this journey that God has me on, this isn't, you know, when I got divorced, I'm like, this was not on my agenda. I did not put right. divorce on my journey. That was not part right. of my journey that I had typed into my phone, you know, That's but, right. you know, and so I started doubting and we, it was, 
it's a one lane road going winding up this road. And I started getting kind of scared and I started doubting, you know, GPS, does she know where she's taking me? <laughs> you know, is she it's easy to doubt. <laughs> I just want to tell everyone who's not been there. So when she says it's a one lane road up this mountain, so it's not paved. You go through a neighborhood. So you're going through this neighborhood and then all of a sudden there's like two signs and it says Prayer Mountain this way and then it's like the uh, more houses the other way. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. It's not paved. There's no guardrails on the side. Um, <laughs> and, and especially you went in the fall time. So there's leaves literally I'm sure covering all of the path. So when she says it's, you don't know where you are, you, you don't know because you're in the middle of this neighborhood. And then it goes to this rocky path that if a car is coming down the mountain and you're going up it, someone has to reverse because there is no way <laughs> to get, and there's no guardrail. So when she says all of this, it is, if you could picture it in your mind, it is you're, you do feel like I'm, I have to be in the wrong place. Where am I? This can't be right, <laughs> you know, because right. I was expecting, you know, a big billboard with angel wings or praying hands or, you know, a church or something, you know, and there was none of that. And like, just like mm -hmm. you said, I was going up this road and I thought if I meet a car coming down this road, I can't turn, I can't pull over. Yep. And I started looking in my rearview mirror thinking I can't back out because I can't see you know, through, through the camera, through the mirror, how to back out, you know, and, and, I, you know, and the Holy Spirit was talking to me during, you don't want to go backwards, you know, when the Holy Spirit is saying, go forward and you get scared, don't look in your rear view mirror and retreat. Don't go back to where mm -hmm. you've been, you know? Yeah. And I thought, well, I can't see where I've been anyway, <laughs> so I can't back up, you know? And I thought if a car comes, they're going to have to back up going up. You know, and so I start having all this kind of little anxiety, little, mm -hmm. oh, maybe I'm not, you know, I don't know if I should, I don't know about all this. And then, so as I got to the top, um, there was a, there, like you said, there was a little sign that says Prayer Mountain. So I kind of pulled in and stopped. Well, it was someone's driveway and it says no trespassing. At the same time, it says Prayer Mountain. I'm like, now I don't know what to do. Do I stop in this person's driveway, cross over their fence? You know, I don't <laughs> And so I thought, okay. And the Holy Spirit's like, turn left. I'm like, okay, turn left, went up. And then there was some more of these little signs, Prayer Mountain this way. And it is a narrow down this little tiny road down this you know neighborhood. And it's not what I thought it was going to be. It was very narrow. It was scary. Mm -hmm. It wasn't big and luxurious, you know, it wasn't, you know, all this, all that I had thought it was, you know, it was, you had to really trust what you were doing. And so we, I pulled up and finally, you know, it, GPS says, you have arrived in your final destination. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I'm here. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure where I am, but <laughs> GPS mm -hmm. says I'm here. So I'm here. And so there is a parking lot that I pulled into that was like, you know, maybe six cars. At and the I max. Thought it, you know, at the max, four. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, maybe six. You park over here. You know, and so I was expecting this big, huge parking lot, this big, huge, you know, archway and all this stuff. And it wasn't. I'm like, OK, OK, GPS says I've arrived, so I'm going to get out. <laughs> 
And I got out and I just started kind of walking and there were, you know, there was a handful of other people. There was like three people that were kind of huddled up together praying or something. And I'm first thing I wanted to say is, are you angels? Are you real? <laughs> you know, are, are you real people? <laughs> but I thought I better not do that. And so I um, just kind of started walking. And I remembered seeing on Facebook that there was, you know, people had posted this little pile of rocks that people had been to. Mm -hmm. on prayer mountain and the little pile of rocks it had someone's name or it had a bible verse or it had blessings or something you know and while i was kind of getting over the anxiety of getting there i was at you know mm -hmm. it was like talking to the holy spirit and i was you know like i wonder where this little pile of rocks for some reason i just wanted to know where you know where it was and i noticed that on top of the top of the mountain there's all kinds of trails that you can go down all these different directions and i was kind of thinking i wonder i wonder if i could file this find this pile of rocks. I didn't have any idea what I was going to actually come across. And mm -hmm. uh, the Holy Spirit said, go down this trail. So I walked in, I kind of went down this trail and it was like, stop, look down. And at the base of this tree is this little pile of rocks. I'm like, yes, I was here in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, I am supposed to be here. And it was just something simple. But, you know, he was telling me a long life's journey he will give you little signs to let you know that you are going the right direction. You know, you see in one, 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 two, 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 three, four, one, you know, these little, these little signs to let you know, yes, you are following him. Yes, you are going the right direction. And so I saw the little pile of rocks and I found a rock and prayed over it. And I put it kind of on top of theirs, you know, a little memorial that yes, God, God is here. Yes. And yeah, and it was so it was just it was just very comforting, just the little signs. You know, yeah. sometimes the Holy Spirit's not gonna give you a big billboard with angel wings, yep. <laughs> you know. It may just be a little pile of rocks. So, you know, <laughs> so even though the big billboard may not be there, it may be a little pile of rocks. And then uh he gave me this scripture, Deuteronomy twenty seven ten. So you shall obey the voice of the Lord your God and do his commands, you know, mm -hmm. and then he was saying, when you obey his voice, he will lead you to the place that he has put your heart to go. You know, he has he put it in my heart for years to go to prayer mountain. And mm -hmm. once I finally obeyed, <laughs> it took a while, but once I obeyed, it has been an incredible blessing. And so after I found my little rocks, I kind of had more confidence, okay, that, you know, of the Holy Spirit, and this is where I'm supposed to be. And so I started asking him, you know, which trail to take, because there's a lot of trails up there. And there was no one there except those three people in the parking lot. I had the whole place to myself. It was, you know, it's in the fall. And so you can see all the way across the valley. It was, you know, just incredible. I loved it. And so he was directing me on which which trail to take, not to be real religious, like, you know, you can actually go on any trail you want, <laughs> but, you know, it's really okay. Right. You know, you don't have to pray and ask, you know, ask the Holy Spirit which shirt to wear every day. You can actually make a choice, you know, so. <laughs> yes. So I went down this one trail and down, down this trail, there were two chairs that mm -hmm. I thought was kind of, kind of odd that, people would have to actually carry chairs 
to this mountain, down these trails to sit these chairs along these trails so people can sit. And so I was sitting in these two chairs and Jesus was sitting beside me. I sat down and Jesus was sitting beside me and I took a hold of his hand and we were just sitting there and I was just finally could kind of slow down, you know, and listen and just, you know, just listen, finally get quiet, get my, get my body quiet, get my mind quiet. Cause I finally arrived and just kind of get still. And while I was sitting there with Jesus beside me, I noticed that he had on his traditional robe, which mm. usually he does not wear that when he, when we're together, he wears kind of like these bohemian style clothes, kind of the big bellowing sleeves and loose pants, uh -huh. you know, but he mm -hmm. had on this traditional robe while he was sitting beside me, holding my hand. And I asked him, you know, why are you wearing, why are you wearing this robe? And he said, this is how they saw me in the 1700s. They called me the ancient of days. They mm -hmm. saw me like this. This is how they saw me dressed. And this is what, so this is, you know, I don't know if that's how he always is when he's on the mountain or if this is just how he portrayed himself to me, you know, mm -hmm. during this. And uh, so we were sitting there and all of a sudden it was like this screen opened in front of me and I could see it had to be 20 angels standing in front of Jesus and I while we were sitting there. And I was looking, they were like, you know, five, about five deep or so. And they were standing in front of me. Wow. They looked like humans kind of human form. They didn't have big wings. If they had wings, I didn't see the wings, but they were more human form and they were standing in front of me. They, they didn't look like the angel that I have seen in my kitchen with the lightning that comes, that came flashing out of him. They looked more human form mm -hmm. and, but they were standing and they were, they were smiling and they were like, kind of antsy, <laughs> you know, they were, they were kind of, you know, you could tell they were excited about mm -hmm. something and they were excited. And I thought you must be the ones that were shouting, she's coming, she's coming <laughs> when I was down the road. Yes. And, you know, and so I was sitting there looking at them and observing that. And I, you know, I didn't know if I should talk to them or ask them, why are you so excited or what? But I said, God, because I knew this was safe. I mm -hmm. said, God, thank you for the angels that you have given me. And then suddenly those angels that I was looking at that was standing in front of me, they went behind me. They just flashed mm -hmm. and just went right behind me and stood behind me. I'm like, oh, these are the angels that you have given to assist me in what you have called me to do. Wow. And, and so that's why they were excited about me going there because they have, they were assigned to me, but at, they couldn't be a part of me until I obeyed. Wow. You know, so they were waiting for me all these waiting. years with that, waiting for me to obey God's leading to go. I say, like, pick them up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, to, I don't know, to partner with them, to, to get there, mm -hmm. to pick them up, mm -hmm. you know, they were waiting for me to obey. And I thought, well, that makes sense because you can go, you know, you can go into a bar 
and you can pick up some demons, you can go into a movie that's violent or, you know, pornography or whatever, and you can pick up demons. Why not out of obedience to God, pick up the angels that he's assigned to you? That's beautiful. In that, in that something. And, um, he, um, so they were standing, I can feel them. I can, I have been able to feel them ever since. I have, I have felt this crowd, <laughs> this crowd walking with me. And it's just, you know, even going to the airport on the way back, I could feel them with me. I knew that I had this crowd of angels that I'm not sure what all they're doing. Maybe they're the, they're the ones that's revealing these dreams because these dreams have been so incredibly clear, so vivid, mm-hmm. so um, like I say, unnerving. <laughs> it's like, wow. wow. So wow. I don't know if one of the angels could be a, like a revelation angel or what, if it, mm-hmm. you know, but I could just, I can feel them with me and I know that they're with me. It's and uh, so when I, Jesus and I were sitting here after they went behind me, I was thinking, I was talking to Jesus. I'm like, this is incredible. The just the atmosphere of this mountain is so pure. It is so open. It is, you know, it I, like I was telling Jesus, I said, this is what it feels like when I'm camping. This mm-hmm. is what it feels like. Except it doesn't, you know, it this encompasses the entire mountain, just not my campsite or just the campgrounds. You know, you can feel that it actually it covers the entire mountain. It covers a vastness, you know, that is so big and it is so incredible. And uh, so Jesus and I, we got up and, I, you know, I kind of felt like he was wanting to take me more places. So we were walking along the this ridge of this mountain all by myself. I had the whole thing, just Jesus and I were walking. And it was like, it. all of a sudden I could see again. It was like a vision open. It was like that you can see. I mean, your spiritual eyes are so open. You can see it is incredible. Spend the money, go to the mountain, (laughs) you know, get get the real car, go to the mountain. And um, yes, Jesus and I were walking. It's true. It is true. It's very, yeah. You can hear God's voice so sharply, so keenly and clear your vision is open so much more there. It is, I mean, it's amazing. You, it's, yeah, spend your money. <laughs> oh, because it's, it is pure. It, it's a pure place where people come to seek the Lord. They're hungry for God. I mean, they worship there. People play their guitar up there and mm-hmm. sing. Prayer groups come from churches all over the U.S. and they stay there and they have their prayer retreats there. And there's just something so beautiful uh, about being there. Um, and I just want to quickly interject because I don't know if you know this, Kim, but um, there's someone named Anna Roundtree that oh, lives yeah. at the very top. Okay. Do you know Anna? Have you heard of her? Or- oh, I've heard of her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she lives at the very top of Prayer Mountain. She wrote the book, Heaven Awaits the Bride. Um, yeah. If you haven't read that book, it's incredible. I recommend you get that book. If you're looking for a book, you know, it's amazing. (laughs) So she, uh, last time I was there, I got to actually, I've met with her a couple of times. She's amazing. And so I was sitting with her in her living room and she said to me, 
you know, did you, did you ask the Lord for angels to be assigned to you? Oh, no, (laughs) thank you, Jesus. Yeah. She said, Kelsey, you need to ask for angels to be assigned to you when you leave, because there's a portal here where the Lord will send angels here who are to be assigned to your life. So you need to ask the Lord to assign angels to you while you're here. And the Lord will do that for you and it will help for your ministry and all that. And I was like, okay. So when I was up there praying, I did. So when you tell me the story of the Lord assigning angels to your life, it's what Anna told me about the mountain. And she lives on the mountain and she's a seer and she's had many encounters um, up there with angels. But so when you told me that, just to just to encourage you that of what you saw and all of that, what you experienced, that was something that she says happens a lot on prayer mountain is assignment of angels. So she's still there. Yeah. Her house is the very, (sighs) um, the very top, the gazebo that's up there. It's like right next to the gazebo. And she used to have prayer meetings every Friday morning there. And Kim, they were in, they were incredible. They were absolutely, um, amazing. Um, but yeah, she's, she's still there. So I didn't know that I would have, I would have hunted her down. (laughs) (laughs) I've been knocking on her door. She She probably gets that all day. Yeah. She probably would have known I was coming. You know, it's kind of like Bob Jones, you know, it's like, I'll call you when you need me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll call you. Wait, I'll call you. you. I'll know. (laughs) I'll know. I'll know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go back now. Yeah, because yeah. there are cabins up there that you can rent and stay at. And I thought I've I'm gonna I've got to come back. I just yeah, I have to yeah. I have to come back. You know, so you know, it'd be really neat, Kim, if you held a meeting um, at one of the cabins mm. there. Um, I'll after the show, I'll send you um, the guy who owns um, the Apple Tree Lodge up there. Mm. I'll send you his information if you ever okay. want to hold meetings there. I definitely that would be. I would love to go if you oh, ever good. hold yes. meetings because I'm I'm not far away at all from there. I mean, you know, I'm in Charlotte. I'm only two hours, so that would be something beautiful where people could just spend a weekend with the Lord. And I mean, you like you you said you go back and you're not the same. You're not you the not, same. You're not the same. Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> Something so tell us happened. more about the dreams that you feel okay. it's it's okay. been completely changed for you. Well, so the dreams, uh, don't let me forget that Jesus and I are walking along the edge. Along, oh, yeah, go no, go ahead. Go okay. keep going with that story. It's in keep your mind. That. Okay. Um, so Jesus and I were walking along the top of the ridge. And like I said, the, the you like you say, it is so open. The visions are so open. They're so clear. And as we were walking, I saw, I felt like I was in a parade. Because there were angels all along the side of the road. They were, they were, they covered the side of the road as Jesus and I were walking. And they were in front of me. They were beside us. They were along the edge of the road. And they had these huge vases or vases, <laughs> these huge vases. And they, as I would walk past them, they were pouring oil over me wasn't over Jesus. It was just, it was over me and he was walking with me. And they, they were like, these vases were like, you know, three feet high and they were pouring this oil over me as I was walking. And I would kind of stop until 
they put the vase down and then we just kept walking and another one was pouring and it looked like liquid gold that was just going wow. over me and we kept walking and there was one that was pouring and it looked like flower petals you know it was just pouring like flower petals over me which is one of my favorite things because one of the things in the throne in heaven is that jesus will shower me one of the kind of a side note one of the things that jesus and i did in heaven is we were on a gondola one of those boats <laughs> like in italy uh -huh. and jesus was serenading me and while he was serenading me and singing these songs of love to me flower petals started pouring down over me and I thought there's just, you know, there's no way that you can manifest that, you know, but as yeah. Jesus was, was singing love to me, singing love songs to me, these flower petals were pouring over me. And so as we were walking down this road, uh, you know, on Prayer Mountain, one of the angels was pouring a vase. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today but out of the vase were these flower petals. And I just like, oh, Jesus, only you could have had that angel do that yes. because we know what that means. We know that for me, that just means he's pouring his love out. It's just love, yes. you know, he's just pouring love out. And there, the other angels, as we were walking, they were declaring blessings. I mean, there was just, it was covered. It was like a parade, walking down a parade. Wow. And the angels were declaring blessings over me as I was walking with Jesus and they were, you know, she is blessed and just all these blessings as the, as we were walking along this trail, wow. I'm like, whoa, it was just, it was, you know, I don't know if everyone experiences that, but I thought this is, well, if you're a seer and you go there, it's going to be like you're ramped up 20, you know, yeah. if you're more of a feeler at the, Whatever your gifting is, it's like it's amplified there by like, like on steroids. Or, yeah, like turn it all the way up. Bob Jones used to say, um, like his senses were golden, like um in heaven, and he would have and I think about that. It's just that atmosphere of an open heaven is so I mean, that's such a amazing encounter, Kim. Wow. It, it was amazing. So as as they were doing this, I just kept, you know, I didn't know what to say. So I just kept saying, I receive. I receive, mm -hmm. you know, would go down and they would, you know, as, as, you know, as they were declaring this, like I receive, I receive, you know, and so that's what I recommend when, you know, when the angels are pouring something over you to say, I just, you know, I receive. And then he gave me the scriptures, um, Hebrews 1 14, what role then do the angels have? The angels are spirit messengers sent by God to serve those who are going to be saved. And in the Amplified, I love how it says, are not all the angels ministering spirits sent out by God to serve, to accompany, to protect those who will inherit salvation? Of course they are, you know, yeah. and um, when I came back, I opened Bob Jones book and I was reading about angels. And one of the neat things he was saying about the angels and Moravian Falls and Prayer Mountain, which I just happened to open it to that page <laughs> just so happened <laughs> happened to open it and as first kings 19 god sent his angels well god sent his angels to minister to elijah he ate and he drank and was strengthened and it, like bob jones was saying in his book god 
It says they're glad to be sent by God to help us to achieve the plans and the purposes that God has created us for. And that's what, you know, that's what this Bobby Connors, Bobby Connors book. Did I say Bob Jones? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I meant Bobby Connors, but I don't know. Bobby Connors book is what I was, I was reading. Mm -hmm. That's what he was saying is uh, mm -hmm. that the angels are sent to help us do what God has, has commissioned us to do, you know? And I thought just so happened that I opened that book and that's what I turned to just to, you know, to confirm. And yeah. it was just, you know, I, I felt that I've, you know, I feel, I feel different. I have felt absolutely, absolutely different, you know, and first John three twenty one, you know, when Jesus and I were sitting there looking at the angels or walking along the edge and the angels were declaring blessings and pouring this oil and this, you know, whatever, you know, the flower petals. And if I had felt unworthy, mm -hmm. if I didn't feel like God loved me, I wouldn't have received. Mm -hmm. I would have probably said, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not worthy of these. You know, there's, you know, there's 20 angels, maybe one little homely angel, you know, with a backpack or something. Maybe I might, you know, that's maybe something I could, you know, but, you know, first John three twenty one says my delighted, my delightful loved friends, when our hearts don't condemn us, we have a bold freedom to speak face to face with God and whatever we ask him, we receive. So, you know, he doesn't want you to feel condemned. He wants yeah. you to boldly come face to face and to encounter him because he has things for you. And as long as, you know, you don't feel condemned and let him heal you, <laughs> realize it's the blood of Jesus. It's all because the blood of Jesus. It's not yes. because I'm good. <laughs> it's because the blood of Jesus right. that purifies me to do these things. And it was just, you know, it was, <sighs> it was amazing. Wow. And so when I was, um, you know, we walked down some more trails and we just, that was kind of my angel kind of the, you know, it was just, you know, where do you go from there? And so I, you know, so I sat there for a while until I, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I heard him say, uh, morning star, Bob mm. Jones. Mm. And so I knew that the Holy Spirit was wanting me to go uh, back to town to, to the morning star, to the Bob Jones Vision Center. And so out of obedience, <laughs> like, OK, I can obey now. <laughs> so out of obedience. Uh, I left the prayer mountain. If I had known that Anna Ramtree was just down the street, I would have been knocking on her door. <laughs> but we're going to have to go back to that. But so I put in my phone. I put in my GPS, uh, Morningstar, Bob Jones Center, and press go. And so I trusted my GPS mm -hmm. back down this winding road. And, you know, GPS was telling me, you know, where to turn, the sharp turn to make, because you get down to the bottom of this hill and it's sharp and it's winding. And thank God GPS says sharp turn, you know, sharp left turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is sharp. It's like a U-turn, you know. And so following the voice of the GPS, following the blue line, I turned and I head back into town. And then I heard the Holy Spirit while I was driving back in. 
the Holy Spirit said, you have never had lunch with GPS. You have never taken GPS into your prayer room. You have never had a relationship with GPS. <laughs> GPS has never whispered scriptures of love to you when you were sick with COVID. GPS mm. has never comforted you when you were in bed sick. Yet people sit back, they drink their Cokes, they eat their snacks mindlessly, trusting GPS will lead them to their final destination. They don't even look at the street signs when GPS says turn left. They totally trust GPS. And he says, I need you to trust me like you do mm -hmm. GPS. Amen. And he says, I know your final destination. The journey may not look like what you thought. Sometimes twists and turns may seem scary, but I know your final destination and the exact time of your arrival. Trust me as you trust GPS. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, okay, but I'm still following GPS. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm <laughs> I can't. Well, I love when the Holy Spirit speaks because a lot of times it's so comforting whenever the Holy Spirit impresses something or lays something on our heart. It is so comforting because he's leading us and guiding us. But then there's always like a little bit of a, like a little, you know, like, okay, I know I need to trust you more. And I, and we all, we all have to do that. We, you know, lean not on our own understanding. You know, we all have to work at doing that because our natural mind just always wants to do what it wants to do. And we're not thinking, okay, Hold on, let me just take a second. Let me see what the Lord wants. You let know? me analyze we, this. Yeah, we do. We just blindly will follow GPS, but then God will ask us to do something and we're asking them 500 million questions. Why do I have to do that? I can't do that right now. They don't talk to me anymore, Lord. I can't call them. They don't want to talk to me. This, you know, on and on with the excuses, but the Holy Spirit's right. You just blindly will turn on your navigation and go wherever it tells you, but you're refusing to listen to me. You know, you're hardening right. your heart. So it's a right. beautiful word from the Lord. We all need that, Kim, yeah. every day. Yeah. It's fun how the Holy Spirit uses our, our natural, the things that we do every day, you know, our natural things, how, yeah. he, how he speaks to us. You know, and then he gave me Romans 15, 13. Now may God, the fountain of hope, the fountain of hope, Fill you to overflowing and uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust mm -hmm. in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. You know, and it's mm -hmm. all about trusting him as we trust him. He's going to fill us with hope, fill us with joy, fill us with peace, you know, yeah. and it's OK to use your GPS. I've got a friend that she was, you know, she was out somewhere and the Internet, you don't always have Internet. You know, mm -hmm. but thank God she had a relationship with the Holy Spirit because she was out by herself with no Internet, no direction. She didn't have anyone to ask out in farm country. And the Holy Spirit led her back into town. And I thought, oh, my. Yeah, because she had she had no one, you know, and right. she didn't have, you know, Internet. And right. you so you have to develop. It's important to develop 
hearing his voice now. So whenever you're up these winding roads <laughs> and your internet goes out, you know, you still have his voice and his voice will lead you. And even though I was up in the mountains and I was nervous and, you know, anxious and all the stuff that you're not supposed to be, but I was, <laughs> you know, yeah. I still have you know. condition, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's still, and then he led me down, down the mountain to the, to the Bob Jones vision center. That was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. When I walked in, a lady prayed for me. As soon as I walked in, she said, can I pray for you? And, it, you know, and I thought, I don't know who you are, but in the back of my head, I'm like, I've got all these angels and I was led here. And so I let her pray for me and it was absolutely incredible. And she put her foot on my, on my toe, on my right toe. And she says, God is accelerating you. There is a bubble around you. There is light around you. There is life around you. And she's going, whoa, whoa. You know, <laughs> of course, of course, at Morningstar, at Bob Jones, you're going to get the all in the deep swimmers oh, go yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this was, I'm so glad I obeyed. You know, yes. and I am definitely, I am, I am all in going back and having a meeting at the top of Prayer Mountain. You know, if anyone wants to go with me, you lead, you, you know, give me some directions, tell me, you know, the, the person. And, you know, yes. if anyone would like to go, oh, that sounds, you'll, you'll never be the same. It is absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah. The dreams have just like they're on steroids, you know, mm. very vivid very vivid, very clear, absolute, Wow! you know, wow. man, that was so worth it. What if I had obeyed years ago, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> what if, you know, you go, what don't if, look man, in I, the rear view mirror. <laughs> don't back it up. Just keep going don't forward. <laughs> yes. Keep moving forward. Well, keep going talking forward. about dreams uh, right away when you told me about the dreams and, you know, just the encounters and everything, I immediately thought, well, Kim needs to pray for us because what the Lord has given you, you know, you freely received it. You said, I receive it. I receive it. I now receive. you can freely yeah. give it. So yeah. do pray for us. Um, Absolutely. Just that we would have that impartation of vivid dreams and visions and encounters with angels and all of, all of the amazing all the things that God does. Yeah. I will. Absolutely. Father, I just thank you that the same encounter that you gave me, I just release now that every person that is watching this, I release to you um, dreams and visions that your dream life amplifies, that they become clear, that they're, they are more accurate, that you trust what you're seeing, trust your dreams. I just release now in the name of Jesus, dreams and visions to go now to each and every person. I thank you, Lord, for the angels that you have given me, that you have assigned to me, that you have assigned angels to each person that is watching this. And I, I say, I receive Receive the angels that have been assigned to you and let them minister along with you because they love you. They have been assigned to you. They have been waiting for you to receive them. So I thank you, Lord, for dreams and visions to be amplified from this day forward in the name of Jesus. 
And Father, I just ask for those who have a desire on their heart, Lord, to visit Prayer Mountain, God, that you would make a way. Lord, you would open up the finances. Lord, you would open up uh, the, the provision and the vision to go. God, that you would give them time and their family would support them as they they get to go and encounter you in a, in a brand new way. So Lord, we just ask that in 2024, you would open the door for them to visit uh, Prayer Mountain and just never be the same, Lord. Anytime we encounter you, we're never the same. And so we thank you for Jesus, Lord. We thank you for your son and all you're doing in, in everyone's lives. We just bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right, Kim. Let's talk about your books a little bit. I think we have some graphics because you have some amazing books, more about heaven. Just talk, teaching us more about what you saw there. Yeah. So the, the manual that you see there on the screen, how to access Jesus in the heavenly realm, that teaches you how to hear the Holy Spirit. Some of the topics that are that I cover in that book is what if you can't hear or see him? I cover mm -hmm. that in the book. What does the Bible say about encountering heaven? Because I get those questions all the time. The Holy Spirit and your spirit. Mm. practicing developing your spirit man how to practice seeing how to practice hearing how to how to practice you know your spirit man tongues um, being one with the holy spirit the holy spirit speaks mainly in three ways i cover body soul and spirit and one that i love love the lord your god with all your heart but mm -hmm. but what if you don't you know, what if you don't? That was right. one of my, you know, that was one of my issues. You know, the Lord was saying, I want you to love me with all your heart. And I'm like, I want to, but I, I, I don't, I don't love you with all my heart. So it took, wow. you know, so it's taken, wow. you know, cause you have issues, you know, you have daddy issues, you have abandonment issues, you have, you know, abandonment issues, trust, you know, right, and all this. Right, so right. as he, as he heals your heart, you're able to mm -hmm. love God with all your heart. He puts you back together. He heals those yes, hurts and those yes. wounds. And so that's, yes. that's one of the things that's in that manual. And uh, I love it. I love the manual. So I hope everybody gets that. And you have a couple places you're going, right? Let's I'm, see. Yeah, yes, here so, we go. So uh, the one of them that you have the banner there is going to be in Canyon, Texas. It's actually in Canyon, Texas. It's April 26th and 27th of next year. And so if you can go to my website and register, that would be great. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's in Texas. And I'm also, um, if I would love to go and be a speaker in your lineup, if you have a cruise, if someone has a cruise and you're needing people as a, you know, as a speaker on your cruise, if you would go to my website under contact, my website is heavenisfun.com and contact me if you're, if you're having a cruise, but you're looking for some speakers and let me know, because I would love to do that. I've never been on a cruise, but I've, that was one, that's one of the things he's been telling me he says you're going to be on a cruise and you're going to be speaking. And he, oh, he told awesome. me, yeah, he told me who I'm going to be speaking with, but I'm not going to say that yet because <laughs> she has not invited me yet. But <laughs> so, well, we saw the ISN thing. We saw God fulfill that. So God will be so faithful to fulfill he, that to you. And 
many will be blessed through that, Kim. Isn't that going to be fun? I'm excited. I'm excited so to actually be standing on, on the stage, on a cruise going, God told me this years ago and here I am, you know, yes. only God can, you know, only God can do that. So yes. the fun Amen. thing about the, about water is if you fall in the water, in heaven, in heaven, this is, this is in heaven, not on the cruise <laughs> in heaven. If you fall in the water or if you jump off the boat in heaven, you can breathe under the water and you can swim with the fish. So if you go wow. on a cruise, you don't have to be afraid of the water, you know, don't be afraid uh, because I don't know how that goes together, but <laughs> just... <laughs> well, in heaven, you don't have to be afraid in, in heaven. You don't have to be afraid. You can breathe under the water, you know, wow. so no fear. Let it be done on yes. earth as it is in heaven. No fear, no fear of the water. So. Yes. Amen. All right, Kim, is there anything else you want to share with us? We have your website and on social media, people can follow you at Kim Robinson, right? Uh, the, the faith. Well, it's heaven is fun. The okay. uh, the YouTube is heaven is real and fun. Rumble and truth truth social is heaven is fun. My website is heaven is fun or heaven is fun. You know, <laughs> Kim Robinson. If you'd like me to come speak at a like a women's conference or a conference coming up in in twenty twenty four or something like that, you can contact me through my website. Uh, to line up appointments or, you know, times and dates and see what's available. And, and uh, so there you go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for being on. I loved talking about Moravian Falls. It's one of my favorite places. So this episode really blessed me because I remember all the amazing things that have happened there. And so, yes, we encourage you to go. So maybe you're planning a trip for 2024. Visit Moravian <laughs> Falls. So we love you guys so very much. Thanks for joining us today. You don't want to miss tomorrow's episode. I will be on with Bobby Connor. He's going to be sharing what the Lord is saying for 2024. You don't want to miss it. Love you guys so much. See you tomorrow. Bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.